everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how are you doing? Steve, I am doing well. We have <clears throat> reached the first week of preseason football. We actually have a game this Thursday. Can you believe it? Yeah, it, it always comes up quick, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark's, Mark's the beginning of some great things. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, we got that coming up. I mentioned that I uh, just picked the draft order for my uh, my home league, my oldest league here, going on year 17, I want to say. So a few years in here, and we uh, got the draft order selected here, which is going to be the format we're going to use for today's draft. Yeah, do you want to explain all of that? Because our roster construction is a little bit different. Um, to start, it's a 10-team league. Uh, so it's also a little bit smaller than our normal 12s that we do. But what's uh, what's going on with roster construction here? Yeah, so it's half PPR. So pretty standard there. Um, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, uh, two full flexes. So not super flex, but anything but a QB. And then we have seven bench spots. <clears throat> We're going to omit the kicker and defense here that normally would be part of this league. So it will be a 16-round draft. Wow, yeah, so we could start five wide receivers if we wanted to. Yep, uh, five wide receivers, uh, wow. four running backs. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So Gets a little spicy. Uh, you are playing the role of you uh, in the eighth. <laughs> um, I am reprising my role uh, as your dad in the fourth spot. Yep. Um, if memory serves, I believe he kind of follows our normal strategy, right, of like mid-round quarterback and he bounces around on tight end is that right yeah yeah i mean like if the opportunity is there but yeah he's pretty in line with with what we do um but yeah usually mid mid to late quarterback and then maybe not too late and then yeah yeah, depending on if the tight end opportunity is there and then just looking at those two key positions that we always focus on is he pretty balanced? Because I'm staring down the fact that, you know, we could start five wide receivers or, or four running backs and, and part of me wants to do something stupid. Um, is that something that he could possibly do? Or is he usually, and I, I think that's the case, usually pretty balanced between wide receiver and running back? Yeah, I think he stays balanced. I mean, maybe at times leans a little more running back because of the scarcity. But I think, you know, whatever you do, if you decide to lean one way, it'll give him a, a forecast as to what... Um, what he would do here since he probably will be listening to this and listening intently at each of your words here. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Um, But yeah, with with all that said and everything spelled out here, are you ready to get started? Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see what falls there to the fourth spot here for you, but we'll start the draft off here. Jonathan Taylor goes one, Derek Henry goes two, Austin Eckler three. I mean, this is pretty easy. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I know a lot of people are scared of McCaffrey. Um, they've been burned two years in a row, and I totally get that. Um, but his upside is just immense. Um, yeah, I don't imagine he, he gets there <clears throat> based on just the people ahead there. But you know, maybe someone does get scared off, um, and, and Henry goes earlier, Eckler goes earlier. Yeah, he's actually rising for me a little bit because I've gotten – I've worked myself into this – state of being worried about Eckler and like, I just, he can't repeat the touchdowns that he did. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. So I'm not sure I could justify him as high anymore. Um, and then Henry, I've always been kind of worried about given, you know, he's getting a little bit older. The offense has changed. He's coming off the injury. I'm sure I'll be fine, but you know, there's some concern there. So McCaffrey is becoming even more important to me, um, which is funny. Cause you know, I just blasted Henry for an injury and McCaffrey's like the king of injuries right now. But um, yeah, he's uh, McCaffrey's even more important for me. So uh, he's an easy pick. Now I, I will, I'll ask, um, is it something like, would your dad be scared off from McCaffrey from the injury history? Cause I can pivot if you think that he wouldn't want McCaffrey here. No, I think he probably would go McCaffrey. I'm going to imagine Jonathan Taylor McCaffrey go one, two, just based on the guys there. And then, We'll see about three, maybe Henry, maybe receiver, could be Eckler. <clears throat> and then, you know, I'd imagine one of the other ones go here. So I'd imagine the top four are going to be probably the same. Maybe you mix in a wide receiver, or maybe you mix in a Dalvin Cook. But I think if McCaffrey's there, that would probably be the pick. 
Okay, easy enough. Yeah, there's only really the first pick of the draft is probably the only one you can ask that question for as far as what you would yeah. do. Um, but we'll get it out of the way. McCaffrey's yeah. been locked in. Um, we have Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup going after that, and then Dalvin Cook with the 107. You're on the clock. Yeah, and it kind of brings me to where I've been trying to figure out. I think those seven guys and, and you know makes sense and comes down here to Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon for me. Uh do like Najee, uh, but we do have him a couple places already. And I just like the offense for Cincinnati a little bit more. Um been not the best reports at a camp early on still, uh, but for Pickett, so you know, I think there's a still a, a decent chance that we could have Mitch starting the year and, and maybe that's better for Harris, but I, I just am more leaning with a Jamar with um Joe Mixon uh, if I'm going running back there and looks like actually uh had some injury news. I just said two hours ago Najee Harris exit with possible foot injury. So we'll have to stay abreast on that. But that seems to be an injury news here so far. Early in the year. I wonder if that's uh, why yeah, a when, sleeper has a questionable designation next to a stadium. Yes, that would make sense. Uh, but yeah, this comes down to Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon for me. And I kind of play that game that, you know, do I, if I went one, would I be okay with the other? So like looking at a Jamar Chase and a Swift or Chubb or going with a, a Mixon and maybe like a Diggs or a Lamb. And I think I lean the Chase side here. I usually don't like to go. I usually like to go running back in the first round, but being this late in the first round, still having another top 13 pick, I should be able to get another valuable running back or can pivot and look into doing, you know, a modified zero RB strategy. So with this being a mock draft, I will pivot and go with the receiver here in Jamar Chase. I think it's right around where he's been drafted and see what happens when it gets back to me here. But I think he's just him, Jefferson and Cooper Cup are just locked in. You know what you're getting out of them. They're going to be stalwart wide receiver ones, all with, you know, I think, assumption for a top five season. And I'll have the opportunity to hit that number one season. So going to lock in Jamar Chase first here. After him, Najee Harris goes, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs, and then Joe Mixon off the board. Um, so it puts me in an interesting spot. I thought Diggs would probably be the one that would fall there, but still have Devontae Adams available. Very interesting. I love Swift. I have taken him in a lot of mocks around here. So this is probably going to be, you know, my decisions coming draft day. I'm imagining it's going to be Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon in the first round. And then some combination of Diggs, Adams, and Swift here in the second round. I usually try to stay pretty balanced. Um, so Swift, you know, probably would be the pick. But I kind of want to see what happens, you know, going with the zero RB uh, at least to start here, going back-to-back receiver. Won't call it a true zero RB just yet. But going with the back-to-back receiver, especially because we mentioned we have three receivers that you can that you have to start up to five that you can start. Um, so we're going to see what happens, you know, pairing up a Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase. It's uh, not something that you get too often. And, and when you're getting, you know, multiple top five receivers, at least in the projections here, it's a, it's a good way to start the team. Anything you are anticipating coming back? Not really. I'd really like Swift to get back to me. Um, you know, maybe a chub. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. That's that's asking for a lot. So, all right. So locking in Adams here. Uh, next goes Terry Kill. We have DeAndre Swift and Alvin Kamara. So the Kamara pick, I'm sure, will be variable as we get you know more information on the suspension. Uh, but. As of right now, I guess we're drafting like he has no suspension and he goes here at 2-6 to you. Yeah, and, and Tyreek uh, jumped a bit over sleeper ADP. Uh, you know, maybe that's the three wide receiver kind of playing a role there. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think that's awesome. So, you know, we got Dick Chubb here, you know, just ground and pound guy. Not going to catch a ton of balls because Kareem Hunt's there, but... They'll be relying on him a lot in the beginning of the year. Um, and then, you know, ideally the end of the year, you know, having Watson back, maybe that opens some things up for him um, and, and just helps him out even more. I'm, I'm sure the volume's going to go down, but hopefully that uh, 
when the volume comes down, when Watson comes back, the uh, the quality of the runs goes up. Uh, so Nick Chubb here, I am staring down Aaron Jones as well. He's a little bit further down the ADP. I really like Aaron Jones this year, uh, just given the situation in Green Bay. Uh, it, yeah, that's tough, man. Now that, I, that I'm talking through now it, you're man. talking through yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I see Nick Chubb and, and I see the name, and it's like, oh yeah, awesome runner. But man, like, give me six weeks of that offense not being great, and then Watts is going to come back. He has to play football in a year and a half. You know, it's not like they're gonna, he's going to come back and suddenly they're going to be great. I would assume. Um, yeah, and half point PPR that helps Aaron Jones a bit. He's good at catching the ball. A lot of people like him because of that whole stat going around about you know when a big target leaves, it's usually the running back that uh, that soaks up the the targets. Um, not all the time, a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Um, I am grabbing him a lot, and I'm I'm happy to grab him like earlier in the second. Uh, like I definitely grab him before Camara. I don't think I'd grab him before anyone else that's been drafted. Like I, I'd rather have Swift and Mixon, Najee, Cook, Eckler. Eckler's tough, which is crazy considering he's like a top four guy. Yeah. Uh, but there's, you know, what do you have? Like 20 touchdowns. You cut that in half and, you know, he is not where he, you know, he was last year and Aaron Jones because he could easily outdo him. So I, Man, that, that sounds scary for yeah, Eckler that number hard. two in standard and number two in PPR. Usually with him, you expect to see a you know, pretty big difference. But yeah, eight receiving touchdowns, 12 rushing touchdowns. The 12 rushing touchdowns are more than his career rushing touchdowns yeah, see, of nine that's leading into that year. That's a yeah. big problem. So it feels scary fading Eckler that hard. It's just a shame because I really like him, but mm. I think that's where I'm at. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, 12 touchdowns I think is reasonable, you know, combining those together. I mean, the year before you only had three, but I think, you know, you could, you could push 12, you know, 10 total, but yeah, 20, you're you're drafting at the ceiling there when you're taking him that top four. So do you have up right now the list of uh, uh like running back finishes for last year? Uh, I was just looking at I was looking at um, Eckler's running back finish. Oh, gotcha. See okay. if I can get the total because I am I'm curious now. Um, if you were to knock out his touchdowns and take out, like, say you take out eight touchdowns, which would be yeah. like eight times six would be forty eight point fifty points. Yeah, yeah. So if you take out, I mean, you go round it to fifty, just make it like an easy number. Where would he end up finishing? Yeah, I mean that puts him down to 220 standard points, and it's like about 290 PPR points. Um, I don't have the total list up here, but yeah, you're looking at 220 and 290. I'm gonna look it up right now. We're in half point PPR. Yeah. I'm gonna do weeks one through 16. I'm not counting 17 because I don't care about. Wait, 17. There's 17 weeks of the season now, right? 17 now, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't care about week 17. 1 through 17. Yeah, I don't, I don't We don't care, care about week 18. Yeah, correct. So I want 17. Let's get that in there. So we're going to take 50 points out of him. So he had in half point, according to Fantasy Pros, 282. Um, you take 50 out of that, you have 232, uh, which would be still fifth. It was a pretty hard drop off. Okay. So he still, still would be fifth, yeah. Yeah, I mean, full PPR here, they had him at 340, and then you take 50, 48 points there, you're looking at right around 290. Yeah, let me see. I'll switch to uh, full here. Uh, yeah, you knock 50 off. Yeah, he's still looking at fifth. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it is still feasible uh, that he's still a top guy. Maybe I'm feeding him too hard. Um, side discussion. Anyway, I'm drafting Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's lock see. it in. Yeah, he's in. So Josh Allen goes off the board after that. CD Lamb, uh, Mark Andrews at the two ten. I was kind of hoping he slipped back. Um, Nick Chubb three hundred one, Fournette and Barkley. So I am back on the clock. Uh, top running backs here. We got Javante, Zeke, James Connor, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Brees Hall at wide receiver. Debo, new contract. Um, apparently no problems with him paying running back, which is, yeah, I saw that they have incentives in there too, for, for running back, um, I think carries and touchdowns. So I guess it makes sense that 
you know, it's not like, oh, all my incentives are receiver based and you're running me a lot. He's got he's got some incentives in there as well. Yeah, so that's a way of, you know, paying him as a hybrid kind of player, I guess. Um so yeah, that works. Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, uh, Deontay Johnson. Uh in Debo, I have more confidence with the contract, but I still have just not interested him in this year. I, I don't see the repeat happening. That offense has changed a lot and it's just you know, if he was down, maybe the fourth round, I'd take the shot, but I'm not really interested in the third. Um, I do want a wide receiver, though, since it's, you know, at least three. Um, and Mike Evans is the top of my board here. Um, I'm not too worried about Julio. I am kind of concerned about the Godwin news. You know, he's looking healthier than we thought so far. Um, but still, Mike Evans is going to get his. It might just not be nuclear hot. You know, mm-hmm. in a Mike Evans only world, um, but he's still going to be very good. So I'm comfortable with him as my one. I'll go ahead and lock him in here. Get my first wide receiver going. Javante Williams goes right after that. Kyle Pitts and then Debo 307. You're up. All right. So it gets back to me here. Um, the top guys I'm looking at are Ezekiel Elliott and Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen's probably just too much of a luxury pick here, given that I've got two receivers and, and need to get at least two running backs started. And I think there is a, a decent drop-off after Zeke. I know people have been fading him. I think we've been a little higher on him collectively. Um, and I think he still has that upside to be, you know, at least a wide receiver or I'm sorry, wide receiver one. That'd be impressive. Running back run. He was uh he was running back six in standard, running back seven in PPR. So Last year, even though people were doubting him, he, he still looked good. And I imagine you're still going to be able to get, you know, even if it's back and run, running back one. But he's got the upside to be the overall one with the offense and just with the lack of weapons there. So Zeke's going to be the pick here. And then, you know, looking at maybe a Keenan Allen if he slips down, or you know, maybe if I want to play it safe, looking at David Montgomery. I also could look at George Kittle, who I think I'm rising on a little bit more. I was looking at some stats uh, that. He actually had a better his career better on uh, non Garoppolo games than Garoppolo games. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see it recently, but I did know it was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Now, part of that is because Debo was hurt a lot, and there was yeah. also no Ayuk for a chunk of that. Um, but yeah, when we had C.J. Beathard and Nate Mullins, there was a lot of just garbage time throwing the ball over where yeah. they would force feed Kittle because he was. Yeah, like Kendrick Bourne was a top option for the 49ers back then. Um, so I think the offense is different, although, yeah, and it's funny because when we got to my pick, I was going to talk Kittle if he was here. Um, reports out of camp have been bad for Trey Lance, um, but there has been uh, a lot of talk of him like forcing the ball to Kittle. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if like just a lot of the bad plays are happening when he's doing that, or if there's a targeted effort like Kittle is his guy and he's trying to feed him a lot. Uh, if that's the case, that's good news for Kittle. Um, so take that as you will. Yeah, and you know that could be something too. Like if I really wanted to go that zero RB, um, you know Keenan Allen here, Kittle next round load up. But I don't think I can pass on Zeke here, so we'll lock in Zeke with the first pick. After him, AJ Brown, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, Pema Holmes, and no running backs go. Interestingly, um, yeah, I mean maybe Zeke was the only one that was there, but he had James Conner, Cam Akers. We have David Montgomery, Brees Hall, um, all interesting options here. George Kittle, as I mentioned, Deontay Johnson. Uh, none of the wide receivers, Johnson, McLaurin, Pittman, Waddle, um, you know, really do it for me this round. I mean, maybe Pittman if I was forced to pick a wide receiver. So for me, it, it will be either Kittle or a running back. You know, especially since I've already got Devontae Adams, it, it just wouldn't make sense to to go with the Waller on that side of the debate. Uh, running back, uh, it comes down to Connor or Montgomery. Uh, part of me wants to take the shot on Hall, but uh, I think getting more of a sure thing, you know, in, with the running back position, you know, just with the pure ups that I have at the receiver with Chase and Adams, makes more sense here, uh, and that's why I'm going to lock in Dave Montgomery. It's kind of tried and true. Uh, you know, projected points lower than Acres and, and James Connor, but I'm not super high on Connor. And <clears throat> I think it, it, Acres will probably be the lead guy, but I do believe there will be a little bit of a um, committee there in, in, in LA. So I, I'm going to go with David Montgomery, lock in that second running back here. 
uh, keep some flexibility for the rest of the draft. Anything you're looking at here coming back to you? I'm actually quite indecisive. Um, I'm staring down James Conner, Brees Hall as interesting options. Part of me really wants to draft Justin Herbert. I don't. I, I don't know why. It's just an interesting kind of feeling. I don't. I don't think I'd do it because I don't think your dad would do it. Um, and then Kittle's there. So I got a feeling what's going to happen is James Conner's going to go, and then I'll go with Kittle because I, I can't. It's hard for me to take the shot on Hall when I have McCaffrey, and I could end up in a situation where McCaffrey is indeed hurt, and then Hall, you know, is splitting time for a long time, and I'm just doomed or something like that. Um, so Kittle would be the goal, I think. All right, let's see what happens. Montgomery locked in. Connor goes. Herbert and Brees Hall. All the temptation is gone. Yeah, um, that was easy. Uh, easy on you. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, Travis Etienne's here. That is interesting as well. Uh, falls a little bit more in that Hall category, but I'm not sure what the competition is going to be for him. I know. I really don't think James Robinson's going to be, even if he starts at the beginning of the year, that effective. Um, but either way, I, I said Kittle. I kind of made my case for him. It seems like he's getting force fed. So we will go ahead and just lock him in. Make that simple. The next pick is the one I think is more interesting. Uh, Deontay Johnson goes, Jalen Waddle, and then at the turn is Gibson and Akers with the 502 fifth round now. Michael Pittman goes, and then Waller. So don't need to worry about tight end. Uh, we'll start reading off some positions here. Quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Russ Wilson. Uh, running back, we got uh, Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, A.J. Dillon, at wide receiver, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Moore, D.K. Metcalf, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper. We do not care about tight end right now. Uh, right now, the pick is easy for me. Um, I'm looking at the running backs quite happy with the options on the board. Like I'm fine taking shot on ETN, Josh Jacobs, not Dobbins. Um, Elijah Mitchell's cool. CH is fine. Uh, not interested in Dylan. Cause I have Andrews or Andrews, uh, Aaron Jones, um, Damon Harris, Miles Sanders, all fine options. I'm going to grab the wide receiver. I want, which is Mike Williams. Cause I know he's not getting through two picks from Will Monroe. So, we're just going to lock him in there. You can deal with Terry McLaurin and that group. Um, so Mike Williams is going to be my guy. That gives me two running backs, two wide receivers, striking that balance that I'm thinking your dad's going to do here. Uh, Travis Etienne goes. That team, Etienne, Bryce Hall, Javante Williams, man, they, they're stocked with some upside at the running yeah, back position. Yeah, huh? And uh, Alvin Kamara, too. Like yeah, It's all Kamara. back in. Yeah. I'm hoping Justin Jefferson leads him to leads him to the promised land yeah very interesting uh two more of these running back or wide receivers go metcalf and mclaurin so you are back on the clock yeah makes it easy for me here um tj moore was the one i was hoping snuck through and, and it works uh both of the denver receivers make sense as well hollywood brown a little bit further down and, and elijah mitchell um interesting as well but when i was looking at that last turn the zeke and montgomery I looked down to what I imagined was going to be available here, and running back did not look great. I mean, Jacobs is not bad, um, but I'd rather space that out with Devontae Adams already. little iffy on J.K. Dobbins. I mean, he totally could bounce back, but I didn't want him to be, you know, my RB2 or even one. Elijah Mitchell. So I think it comes down to, for me, especially in this format here, looking to try to get at least two running backs in the first two rounds. Uh, you could get later guys take shots, or, uh, but running backs just go early and often. So where the ADP ends up, you're you're more likely to get better value here at the wide receiver position. So we'll lock in DJ Moore. Would you have taken uh, Mike Williams over DJ Moore? That's tough. Maybe. Um, I probably would have thought there's a chance he gets through over DJ Moore, um, but I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I, I probably still would have gone DJ Moore here, but I mean the upside makes sense because he would be my wide receiver three. Um, so I think that would have been a tough one. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Um, gets back to me here after that. Uh, Jerry Judy goes, J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson, and Corlin Sutton. So both of the Denver guys go. I was hoping one would sneak through, but they both don't. Now, I, I don't imagine they both go to the same team there, like happened in Team 9, but there's definitely a good chance that they – get split there amongst team nine and 10. Uh, alas, they're both gone. So I cannot draft either of them. 
Um, so we're looking at top guys available here. Quarterback, you got Burrow, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. Tight ends, we're looking at Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Goddard, uh, Dawson Knox, Ertz, and it kind of drops off a little bit after that. But right now, it looks like we have five tight ends off the board. There's yeah, probably two. Those top two make the most sense. And then, you know, Goddard, Knox, and Ertz are fine. So uh, I think, barring it completely falling out, I can probably wait at least one, maybe the, the second, the back end of that turn. So we'll be looking at running back here, given that I've got two running backs, three receivers. Looking at my two flex options and keeping that flexibility. Um, so running back, the only one that really sticks out. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is not a bad upside here. Um, Elijah Mitchell as well. You got A.J. Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, so those would be the ones I'd be looking at here. I want to take the shot on Eli, but at this point, it's not not a bad shot to get uh, Josh Jacobs on what could be a pretty high-powered offense. Like. At what point, yeah, for you, Steve, at what point do you focus less on doubling down on a, on a teammate of a player of yours? You know, first round, two, three, four, you want to try to space it out. At what point do you um, try to focus less on that? Do you have a strategy there? No, not really. Um, it's usually like an upside shot. So, like, I wouldn't put Keenan Allen and Mike Evans together because I think they're pretty similar. Even though, like, having them both is probably going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I meant more like running back receiver or, like, tight end running back, uh, tight end receiver. So, um, no, I don't really have a strategy. It depends on the offense for the most part and, and just how how good they are. Like, I wouldn't want to mm. do, a like, a Swift Hawkinson. Because Detroit's offense isn't going to be good enough to support both of those. Um, would I do a uh, like a Kittle and an Elijah Mitchell? If they get to me, yes, I would do that because I think the San Francisco offense is fine, and I, I'm getting them two rounds apart. So, like, I have no problem there. Um, with you, I, I don't have a problem with that either because Josh Jacobs is is good from a volume it should be historically has been good from a volume standpoint and so should <clears> Adams. so i'm happy with that so it's situations it's all depends on the offense to me and and uh my worries about them for the most part yeah and i think they're both good offenses i do worry a little bit that we're gonna have Kenyon drake eating into that josh jacobs role he definitely they definitely wanted to use him before he got hurt last year that's i think the one thing that's that's giving me a little bit of pause. Um, you know, I, I probably would have gone Jacobs over Dobbins, but Dobbins probably has more upside. It's more the injury risk there. I think I, I want to go someone that I, is going to hit a little early on in the season and, and hopefully can keep that going. And someone I was talking up, and it's going to be Hollywood Brown. Uh, you know, locking in my first flex option with a wide receiver. And given that we need to start three, you know, it gives me some flexibility there with that position. Uh, I'm just not thrilled on on Josh Jacobs, you know, or Eli Mitchell. I, I think he probably is the the top guy, but I wouldn't put it past him to get that rookie out there. They just love mixing it up, and, and I feel like it's just a headache every year. You get excited about the top one. It was a most a couple years in a row, and we'll see. Maybe they change their tune finally with Eli Mitchell, but. I just don't trust it. So I'm going to go with a guy that I think is going to have a really big start to the year, and hopefully he can keep that going into the second part of the year with Hollywood Brown. So we're going to lock in Hollywood. After him, Joe Burrow, Amari Cooper, and Josh Jacobs. Team five going with uh, five running backs. <laughs> they can <laughs> start four. They can start Fortunately, four. Fortunately, not five. Not five. So interesting uh Interesting strategy there. So taking a look at our running backs, we still got Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, A.J. Dillon, Damon Harris, Miles Sanders. So a large group of people that I ran off last time at wide receiver, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Adam Thielen, and at quarterback, Kyler, Jalen Hurts, Dak, Russ, Tom Brady. So a lot of uh, solid running or quarterback options here. Um, I am sitting with two running backs and two wide receivers uh, Elijah Mitchell is is pretty interesting. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, also interesting. 
Um, I'm looking at Miles Sanders, thinking, you know, maybe home or pick uh, that I can make there. Uh, so maybe I will grab a wide receiver here and see if Miles gets back to me. I could get a, a home or pick. The, the roll of the dice is that after Sanders, I'm not in love <laughs> with the, uh, the running back selection. So maybe I won't do that because that is uh, that's a little worrisome. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to draft Elijah Mitchell now. Because uh, I think he is the best running back. I do have this kind of same worries that you spelled out, um, but I think they could have a rotation. He'd still be a top guy. So I'm hoping. Oh, but do I want to take that injury risk and, and tag team with Christian McCaffrey? Um, huh, that's worrisome. I don't know if I want to do that. I'll do it anyway. Uh, so Elijah Mitchell is the pick. Uh, your dad is rolling the dice a little bit here today. Uh, Alan Robinson, Kyler Murray, Amon Ross, a Brown round out the six. Godwin starts the seventh. Brandon Cooks, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. I will take another homer pick. Miles Sanders, your dad's an Eagles fan. Um, Locks it in. We got my That's Eagles. his only, yeah, his only homer pick so far of the draft here in your world. Yeah. Yeah, just one. That's not bad. And it gives me four running backs. So I got my flex spots filled with running backs, which is cool. Um Miles Sanders is interesting. You know, I was higher on him earlier in the season, and now it really just kind of depends on the day. You know, I think there's a lot of upside there if they use it properly. I just don't know if they will. Um, the whole offense is kind of scary to me anymore. Uh, but either way, Homer pick is made. Sanders is in. AJ Dillon goes off the board. Damon Harris, Dalton Schultz, my boy, 707. You are on the clock. All right. So it now comes down to. I've got four receivers, you know, it could take a luxury pick on one, but there's none that really stand out. I mean, I guess Michael Thomas could be a really huge, you know, boost if, if he is my wide receiver five that hits. But given that I don't have quarterback or tight end yet, as well as a, a third running back, I just don't think I've got the luxury of taking that pick. Um, maybe if some of the ones that I'm looking at at some other positions go, he could be a pick next. But for me, looking at the tight end position with Hawkinson, I think he is kind of clear-cut above the rest from an ADP standpoint. Um, if, if I don't take him, I'm, I'm waiting on a Goddard or Knox, Ertz. And we have, what, we have six of them taken now. Um, so the teams behind me, one of them has taken a tight end, one has not. So that's really where I'm basically, do I gamble Hawkinson here? Uh, and then at the running back position, uh, looking at Kareem Hunt and Cordell Patterson, probably the top two here. I mean, Kenneth Walker's interesting. Uh, I, I just don't know about that offense and don't know that I want to bank my third running back position on Kenneth Walker, especially if he starts out slow. Kenneth, uh, Kenneth um, Kareem Hunt is going to have a role, especially early on when I think now we know that there's only a six-game suspension. Um, for Deshaun Watson, they're going to have to run the ball early on to try to, you know, just maintain, you know, aim for getting, you know, keeping at 500, you know, with a Jacoby Brissett led team. So I think Kareem Hunt makes the most sense. Cordell Patterson, I think, is going to have a uh, going to have a role there, going to probably be the lead back. Uh, he's only running back now uh, for sleeper, um, but not a bad option. So. For me, it comes down to do I who can I risk here, Hawkinson or Cream Hunt? Cream Hunt's a little further down, but you know, given that one team behind me only has one running back, another team only has two. I imagine multiple running backs will go, whereas only one tight end will go. So I think I'm gonna have to risk it on the tight end just because the running back that I get after him is a little bit lower down. So Going to have to go cream hunt here and, and risk the pick here. So Juju goes, Darnell Mooney, Drake London, and TJ Hawkinson just before. So no running backs go, interestingly enough. Might have been able to grab Hawkinson and then cream hunt here. But who knows, maybe cream hunt dangling out there is enough to, to entice the other teams here. But alas, TJ Hawkinson goes, so that takes tight end off the option for me here. So I now look either running back or quarterback. And uh, we now have six quarterbacks off the board. We still have Hurts, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and Stafford. More than okay with 
you know, just about all these guys. Uh, I imagine you may be looking to grab one of them here coming up. Um, and you know, if I want to take my shot on Hertz, it's probably here or never. You know, I assume Hertz, Prescott, and Wilson probably go before it gets back to me. So it comes down to, you know, do I want to go with a fifth receiver, like I said, like a Michael Thomas, Sean Bateman, something like that. Do I want to go with a running back in Anacree, uh, Kenneth Walker, Patterson, getting that fourth back, or do I go with the quarterback there? I think running back is, is probably more important here, unfortunately. Don't have the luxury of going with another receiver here, uh, and there's just too many running quarterbacks I like available with Hertz, Prescott, Wilson. Uh, if I can get one of the three of them, I'll be really happy, but I you know, wouldn't mind settling, which sounds weird to say. For a uh, Super Bowl-winning quarterback in Brady, Stafford, or Rodgers beyond that, or even Trey Lance, there's just too many options here in a 10-team. So I'm going to go here and look at the running back position, and, and it comes down to Patterson, who I mentioned, um, and then the upside shot of Walker, which I feel a little bit better about with him as my fourth running back than a Cordell Patterson. You have, what, Rashad Penny and Walker in Seattle? Or Patterson and I guess like Algier and Damian Williams in Atlanta. It comes down to, I guess, like, do you trust the draft capital? Kenneth Walker, what, a second round rookie? So they invested a lot in him. You imagine he's going to get some work. Uh, and then you have Cordell Patterson, a 31 year old running back, but not your prototypical 31 year old running back with nine years' experience given that he played wide receiver and kick returner most of his career. I think I'll take the upside shot here on Walker, though, just given that I've got four running backs already, or three running backs, he'll be my fourth. So going to lock in Walker. After him, Gabe Davis, Michael Thomas, and Traylon Burks. I am interested in doing another homer pick. Would so you you're going to try to make a trade. No, no, no. I don't want to trade for any of your players. They all suck. Um, I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. But he's another one with the the Philly offense has gone my opinions on Jalen Hurts, who was a prime target for me to start the year because I felt like he was going late. He was the quarterback one for a chunk of the year. He can run. I just don't I don't know what to do with that offense right now. And then, you know, I look at him and it's like, well, Russ is here. I'm pretty confident Russ is going to be pretty good. Tom Brady's here. I'm confident he's going to be good. Stafford will be fine. Dak will be fine. Like I just given his ADP, I don't know if I really want to take the risk on him. And, you know, I forced one homer pick. I'm not just going to ruin the draft by doing a bunch of them. So I, he's interesting. He, but there's other ops, uh, op, uh, options that I think have similar upside and are safer. I mean, maybe like, you know, Dak, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, I guess they don't have the same upside because they don't run as much as Hertz does, but they could still be top guys and I'm not as worried about them. So We'll take a look at running back. I've put in uh, all the, the running back spots that I can, and I'm not really Patterson, Pollard, Singletary, Edmonds. Like, nobody's jumping off the board, Penny. as uh, I mean, there's some solid options, but to add a bench spot when I need some wide receivers, I'm not doing it for any of them. Uh, we have Adam Thielen, Rashad Bateman, DeAndre Hopkins, Devonta Smith, another interesting option. Um, I, I would potentially consider him here um elijah moore hunter renfro garrett wilson so i'm looking at two guys um and it's i think i'm gonna roll the dice on someone i haven't rolled the dice on at all this year but it's tough so i'm looking at mike evans and mike williams uh both of which are guys that can disappear um sometimes they have monster games because they have two touchdowns and sometimes it's just you know 40 yards and nothing like those games happen with both of those so i feel like we're pairing them with a volume kind of person like an adam thielen or rashad bateman would make a lot of sense i think the one i want between the two is adam thielen i think i'm like i'm worried about the age thing i feel like he's gonna be okay for another year Rashad Bateman's probably got bigger upside, but in an offense that doesn't pass the ball around, like the wide receivers has been relevant for Baltimore outside of when Hollywood was scoring all the touchdowns in a while. And maybe that's in the cards for him. Um, so I will, I'll pitch this to you. Will is, does your dad tend to be more conservative or more upside based or kind of neither. And he just, again, strikes a balance. Do you think there's a lean there? 
I'd say probably more look to get the balance. Uh, I think it would depend on like the team here. So, you know, you, you have a need at receiver, probably. I mean, I guess you're maybe looking at an upside running back if you want that position, but he's already got four. So I, yeah, I'd say I'd say the receiver, and I'd say just trying to stick, strike a balance, but it could go either way if you're looking at two different types of receiver. Then I will say that Mike Williams is my upside shot at wide receiver because that's what uh, many people are projecting for him this year is to have a blow-up year. So then I will take the safety of, of Adam Thielen here. I think he'll be fine this year. Um, so we'll lock him in. DeAndre Hopkins goes off the board. Rashad Bateman. Uh, 809. It would have been interesting if he got back to me. Uh, Jalen Hurts goes away. Oh, two Eagles. Hurts and Devontae Smith. Both the team won there at the turn. That is a nice little stack. Yeah, it is. Uh, Patterson finally goes. 902. And Tony Pollard at 903. So I am back on the clock. Uh, we will take a, a quick little quarterback glance. The team after me does not have a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. So there's only two. Um, sleeper will draft your backups. So I don't know when that's going to happen. We've got Dak, Russ, Tom Brady, Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, Derek Carr. So I feel like I'm okay waiting another round. Uh, the running backs haven't really changed. Singletary, Edmonds, Penny, Melvin Gordon, James Cook, not super interesting. Uh, wide receivers, uh, Elijah Moore, Hunter Renfro, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Chris Olave, Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods. Um, so some interesting options here. There's no one that's really jumping out at me. Elijah Moore, interesting, young upside option. Uh, Chris Olave, another young, interesting upside option. I'm not sure if he's helped by the news that Michael Thomas is doing good or hurt by that news. Uh, you know, you could kind of craft a narrative around either. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of stuck. I really don't know what to do. No one is really jumping out at me unless I go further down and I see Alan Lazard. Um, so is this a spot where I say, you know, do I like Alan Lazard more than Elijah Moore? Probably. Hunter Renfro? Yes. Garrett Wilson? Yes. Lockett? Yes. Alave? Yes. Ayuk? Yes. I'm going to draft Alan Lazard because he's the top running back on my board, I think. I'm glad he's I a running him. back. Now. Oh, shut up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wide receiver. Um, Cordell Patterson made the change. I don't think uh, I don't think Lazard's Lazard did gonna, yet. No, I don't think he's got no. that skill set. Um, but yeah, I think he's my top. Wide receiver. And that was before the news of uh, Watson being hurt. Like, I've been higher on him this year. And with Watson, the Watson injury, I think that pushes him up even more. So I'm just going to draft him. Um, I think it's a good spot for him. I think he pairs well with the team because he should be a solid kind of guy like a Thielen, but presents some upside. Um, probably similar to Thielen. You know, Thielen's got upside if he scores touchdowns and stuff. Um, maybe more likely with Lazard. So we'll lock in Lazard bring my team back to a balance here for running backs, for wide receivers, still need a quarterback. We'll figure that out. It will not be Russell Wilson. He goes right after me, Elijah Moore and Chase Edmonds goes, you're back on the clock. Yeah. Russ was the one I was hoping for. I think you and I have both been kind of rising on him. Uh, Dak's still good. Brady's still good there. So still more than enough quarterbacks, uh, you know, as, as you kind of alluded to, not you know, Elijah went, Chase Edmonds went, but not a ton um, at the other, you know, positions and I've got four running backs, four receivers. So feeling pretty good um, there. Maybe look to get another receiver, but there there's still some interesting options. And I, I think I've got to lock the tight end position in here, either this round or next round, because there's still two more teams that don't have one. And Glenn Goddard does kind of have that step above. Uh, I do like Ertz as well, um, but I've already got Hollywood. So I'd like to differentiate that a bit. And, and I do think Goddard, is a you know a cut above just the athleticism that he has his youth compared to Ertz. Um, you know we'll see what the passing game looks like, but at this stage here at the end of the ninth round, more than happy to lock him in as my tight end uh, with four running backs and four receivers already here. So Singletary goes after that. Melvin Gordon, Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk, an interesting option here. I think he's probably a good shot to take at this stage of the game. Uh, it then comes down to the quarterback. Yeah, especially with Sleeper taking their backups. It's you and I left. We've got Prescott, got Brady, Stafford, Rogers, Lance, Carr. Um, so it comes down to, you know, being okay with one of those six, which I think I am. 
And then, you know, thinking you'll probably take one, do five other quarterbacks go before it gets back to me? Probably not. Um, but is it worth Not to scare going? you. Yeah. But I had the glancing thought that I could draft Tom Brady with my pick and Trey Lance right after that as a, like, super high it upside could. in a 10-team elite quarterback kind of thing. Yeah. And I will remind you that I did do this last year in our league and won a championship. Now, it worked. Now it did it. It did it really well. Not, not the way I, you intended. I, yeah. I, I dropped Trey Lance and then picked him back up later. So yeah, you know, didn't really work. But I am the madman that will do it and has done it. Yes, and then that's why I I look at Dak and you know Dak and Zeke because you know basically that every Dallas touchdown I will have a piece of for the most part outside of a, a Pollard rush run in. Uh, getting those two, that's probably the idea. Uh, if not, I, I'm assuming I'm probably looking at Rodgers or Trey Lance, uh, which isn't bad either, but I, I, I think there's probably more upside with Dak here. Now, if I don't go with him, you know, I'm looking at running back receiver. Running back, you got Rashad Penny, James Cook, Stevenson, so not a, not a ton there um, that, you know, Screams, uh, you know, draft here. the The option really comes down to is, is Dak or I guess like a Tyler Lockett. Other than that, I'm looking at rookies like Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, um, Sky Moore. Uh, so interesting options. It really comes down to Tyler Lockett versus Dak Prescott here. And I do have a Seattle receiver or Seattle Seattle player there in um in Ken Walker already. So. I think I'd rather double down on a better offense in Dallas and, and just lock in my quarterback position here, back-to-back, tight end and quarterback. So I'll take Del- Dak Prescott here. I almost called him Dallas Prescott. I've got Dallas Goddard and then Dak Prescott here this round. <clears throat> After him, Tyler Lockett, Shad Penny, and Chris Olave. So quick note, Will, we do need to move a little bit quicker. Yes, sir. Um, so I will make my quick easy. Uh, I'm going to draft Tom Brady. Uh, he's the guy that I've kind of been targeting as I'm waiting, and I'm scared of this team three that Josh drafted Josh Allen super early. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a real draft, I'd probably be waiting a little bit longer, but to play the ADP game and you know maybe we got some double quarterback drafters out there, I'm going to lock in Tom Brady now. That's easy. Garrett Wilson, Chase Claypool, uh, Russell Gage, and Matt Stafford. There, we got somebody at the 101 or the 1101. Drafted Stafford, so I feel a little bit more justified. Um, Dawson Knox, Michael Carter. So let's take a look at these other positions. We got James Cook, Romani Stevenson, Ronald Jones, Isaiah Spiller, Damian Pierce, James Robinson at the wide receiver position, Robert Woods, Christian Kirk, Sky Moore, Christian Watson, Kadarius Tony. Um, this is the tier that Alan Lazard was in. So I from an ADP standpoint, I, I might have been able to wait for him. Um, and then of course, Trey Lance is there. Um but now that you have a quarterback, it's a little bit less appealing to be stupid. So <laughs> we'll take a look. It's been a little while since I drafted a running back. So again, James Cook, Stevenson, Ronald Jones, Isaiah Spiller, Damian Pierce, Alan Robinson, or sorry, James Robinson, Alexander Matson, Rashad White, Naeem Hines, Tyler Year, Henderson, Mack, McKissick, Gainwell. You um, were kind of in that typical area of, I don't like this. Um, but I'm drafting a backup. There are some okay backups here. Cook is fine. Stevens is fine. Ronald Jones is fine. Isaiah Spiller is an interesting upside shot. Um, it's kind of where the list ends for like my first primary backup. Although I got four, you know, I could easily put my other wide receivers in that flex and call, you know, Miles Sanders my backup or something like that. I think what I'm going to do, and I haven't drafted him in all year, is going to be draft James Cook. Uh, I have some time to let him get familiar with the NFL. Uh, I don't think he's going to take the job away from Singletary, but I do think Buffalo wants more pass catching. You know, they they went after McKissick really hard. Uh, they failed to get him, so they went out and they drafted a running back that has good pass catching. So I'm assuming they're going to be plugging that into their playbook, um, and he's going to be the one in that role. So we'll go ahead and, and lock in a Mr. James Cook, get myself a fifth running back. Aaron Rodgers goes off the clock. Uh, off the board, not off the clock. Uh, Ramondi <laughs> Stevenson, Zach Ertz, you are back up. All right. So at this stage, I'm looking at just kind of alternating running back and wide receiver. Um, 
And some guys that I'm looking at here, like uh, Robert Woods is the top of the board. He's interesting. Uh, still coming off of, what, ACL, right, last year. Uh, hopes to be ready for week one. Um, not a great offense. Traylon Burke's looking better here in training camp. I know people were worried early on, but he's been looking better. Um, I think I may take a shot here on one of the Green Bay or, or Kansas City receivers. And the top guy here is Sky Moore. Uh, healthy going into camp. You know, there's, there's an opportunity for a receiver to step up there. Is it me, Cole Hardman? Is it uh, MVS? Is it Sky Moore? I'll, I'll take a shot here on on a rookie receiver. You know, given that I've got some depth at both running back and receiver already, so we'll lock in Sky Moore first. Trey Lance goes, Pat Fryermuth, Ronald Jones, and Robert Woods. Back to me here. Um, so still got um, some interesting options here that uh, that I'm watching in my queue. We've got Isaiah Spiller, Damian Pierce. Um, Kadarius Tony's interesting as well. I know a lot of people are really down on him, but he seems to be playing pretty well at camp, and I think a lot of people are, are rising on him. Um, now there's just not a ton of running back depth, so I don't know that I want to wait too much more to get another one. Uh, I have Isaiah Spiller, as we mentioned there. Damian Pierce, I think, is the guy for me here that could win the job out, and he'd probably be the one that I'd be easiest to cut out of all of these as well. Um, so I'm going to lock in Damian Pierce. You know, if it's, he's not the guy, um, you know, he's one that you can move on from, but he's definitely someone that has a big opportunity ahead of him. So we'll go Pierce after him. Christian uh, Christian Kirk, Christian Watson, back-to-back, Mike Kosicki. Yeah, so this pick's pretty easy. Um, you mentioned him. You know, like you said, a lot of people are down on him. I'm high on him, being Kadarius Tony. Um, I've drafted him in a lot of leagues. Um, I like pairing him with Lazard. Because I get the safety of Lazard, the upside of Tony. Um, but I also grab Thielen. Uh, you know, Thielen and Lazard are my last two wide receivers. So Kadarius Tony, I think, makes sense because I drafted two kind of safer guys. Now I can take a boom upside shot. You know, like MVS is down here as well. You know, if you wanted to take a shot on Kansas City, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, uh, you know, if you like him over Kadarius Tony, and I can totally see why, given the offensive quarterback differences, um, that. That's fine, but I, I think an upside pick makes sense. Um, I will throw out quickly: there were some Jimmy G to the Giants rumors. Um, I don't know why that makes sense for anyone outside of Jimmy G possibly winning a starting job. I don't know why the Giants would do it, but that's out there. Don't know how that really impacts Tony. I don't think it happens, so I'm just going to go ahead and lock him in. David Carr, Isaiah Spiller, James Robinson round out the 12th to start the 13th. MVS goes, Tua goes, and Alexander Matson. I am back on the clock here. Running backs, Rashad White, Naeem Hines, Tyler Algaier, uh, Daryl Henderson, Marlon Mack, JD McKissick, Kenneth Gainwell, Kelly Herbert, Gus Edwards, uh, Mark Andrew, or Mark uh, Ingram, Raheem Mostert. Uh, that's an interesting one. And he is somebody that busted off a long run here in training camp recently. Not that that says anything, but tells me he's healthy. You know, this was like a 60 yard touchdown run, I think. So he should be relatively healthy. Uh, wide receivers, Gallup, Jameson Williams, Tyler Boyd, uh, Jarvis Landry, Rondell Moore, Joanne Dotson, Kenny Galladay, Tim Patrick, uh, Jacoby Myers, George Pickens having some, uh, good training camp as well. Not a lot of options I'm loving. I'm going to go ahead and draft Mostert as another depth running back. Somebody I could probably cut after week one. Maybe I'll give him two weeks. Um, but just get some more depth. Somebody that could earn himself a role. He's not, I don't think he can earn himself the starting role. Maybe, but I doubt it. Um, but earn himself a solid role in the offense. We'll go ahead and lock him in there. Michael Gallup goes. Cole Komet, somebody we both like. And Kirk Cousins. All right, so back to me here. I'm still looking at the running back and the wide receiver position. And at this point, I'm just kind of scrolling down and, and favoring some guys that I like. So I'm going to take some guys that are a little further down here. Um, first up here, I'm looking at, uh, let's see, teams behind me. Uh, probably the running back position makes more sense. One team only has three. One team only has four, interestingly enough. So... I'm looking at the running back position. It's a little further down, but someone that I think you and I have both been high on is Kenny Gainwell. Uh, offense is probably going to run the ball a lot, and he's a depth piece here for me. So one lock in Kenny Gainwell for running back for the Eagles. After him, Rashad White, Justin Fields, Naeem Hines, and Marlon Mack. 
Um, so next I'm looking here to get maybe a little bit safer of a wide receiver. I've got Sky Moore as my five, uh, but he is a little more of an upside guy. So I'm going to look at a guy that you and I had uh, talked a little bit about here recently, and, and that's Tim Patrick. Just a safe option. Wide receiver three, you know, we'll see. I guess there's some guys behind him that could push him for the wide receiver three there in Denver, but at this stage, he, he's more than a, a safe pick, um, you know, taking him here in the 14th round. So locking in Tim Patrick next. After him, Tyler Algier, Deshaun Watson, late pick, and Jameson Williams. Yeah, so this one's pretty easy for me. I, I saw him earlier. I didn't get down far enough to actually read off his name. Um, but Devontae Parker, he's getting some good reviews out of camp. Um, I've liked him and drafted him a lot. So, I, you know, I feel bad kind of drafting him again. But, you know, given the camp news, I think that kind of reinforces uh, drafting him. So we'll lock him in, get another wide receiver. Uh, Albert O, Daryl Henderson, Tyler Boyd round out the fourth. In the 15th, Hunter Henry, J.D. McKissick, uh, Jarvis Landry, somebody that I thought was kind of interesting and might have picked if he if he got to me here. Um, at running back, we got Cleo Herbert, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, Tyrone Davis-Pierce, Jamal Williams, wide receiver. Uh, really the same guys that I, I read off before. I think, you know, I got Mostert often injured, uh, Elijah Mitchell often injured, uh, CMC often injured. I think I'm going to take Mark Ingram. Um, he is a depth piece that I, I think will be usable in the beginning of the year. You know, when the suspension comes out for Camara, um, and just give myself a little bit of a hedge against the, all the injury risks that I've, I've acquired there at the running back position. I don't love it. Usually I like taking an upside shot, but I think it makes sense. Right now, more more Cleo Herbert, Gus Edwards go. You're up. Yeah, so a couple of guys that I was looking at, um, you know, Ingram, one of them there that you took, so it's a solid pick. Um, a guy that's interesting, especially right now in drafts, uh, is Jalen Tolbert. Uh, I think, I don't know if you saw, James Washington just went down with an injury today. I mean, we'll see, you know, Hard if off, he, I uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see that. I heard someone mention that, and I saw the injury. He just kind of was down on a knee, tried to walk off, and then went down uh, again, but I, I think it was, you know, potentially pretty bad. So Tolbert has a good chance to step in uh, as a wide receiver two or three there, especially with Gallup coming back a little slower. So I'm going to lock in Tolbert here with one of my last picks. Uh, Irv Smith, Tyrion Davis-Price, Jamal Williams, and Brian Robinson all go. Um, so not a ton of running backs left. Uh, Daryl Williams and bad for Arizona, especially this late. <clears throat> wide receivers. Nicole Hardman's not bad. I don't know that I want to take the shot on both Kansas City receivers, but you know, I guess you could just cut one of them. I don't know that I want to hang on to both. So I think the pick here is Daryl Williams for me, getting that running back. I think we both hope running back two in Arizona. Uh, and it's just a powerful offense. So I'm going to lock him in. Daryl Williams after him, Chuba Hubbard, Zamir White, and David Njoku. Yeah, so at the running back position, uh, pretty pretty dry here. Devonta Foreman, Sonny Michelle, uh, Chris Evans, kind of interesting. Tyler Beatty, also pretty interesting. Um, at the wide receiver, uh, Dotson, Kenny G, Jacoby Myers, George Pickens, really all the same guys. Um, yeah, I didn't really notice. No wide receivers really going here. TJ Chark, Michael Hardman, uh, Alec Pierce, Julio, relevant again. Uh, KJ Osborne, Sammy Watkins. I'm looking at Tyler Beatty and thinking that's a pretty interesting pick down here with my last pick. But at the same time, I'm looking at me, Cole Hardeman, thinking I could take a shot on a Kansas City wide receiver. But, you know, they brought in a couple guys. You know, Nicole just hasn't shown it. So I think I'll take a shot on Tyler Beatty. Maybe, you know, we have a, a Dobbins, you know, Gus situation where they're not really starting the year and, and Beatty just shows himself off. You know, he's just got to beat Mike Davis. And that shouldn't be hard to do. Baltimore tends to like their veterans. But, you know, last pick. It's a fine uh, shot to take there. I know he's your boy. Um, we got him in there. Jacoby Myers, Noah Fant, Devontae, or Deonta Foreman going. So that rounds out the draft. So my team drafting from this four spot, I got Tom Brady uh, at running back. McCaffrey. Uh, Aaron Jones, Elijah Mitchell, Miles Sanders, James Cook, Mostert, uh, Mark Ingram, and Tyler Beatty. 
at a wide receiver, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, Adam Thielen, Adam, uh, Alan Lazard, Kadarius Tony, Devontae Parker, and George Kittle at tight end. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it. I like the first like 10 picks. Uh, I'm pretty happy with all of that. After that, you know, James Cook, eh, kind of interesting. You know, I got a lot of running back shots. I kind of wish I took more wide receiver shots because the running backs are just so hit or miss. Um, but they can provide some good depth in the case of Beatty, some decent upside. So I am happy with the team. Um, Will, you're in the eighth spot. Want to run down yours? Yeah. So we've got Dak Prescott at quarterback. We've got Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, Kenneth Gainwell, and Daryl Williams at the running back position. Wide receiver, Jamal Jamal Williams, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Sky Moore, Tim Patrick, and Jalen Tolbert, and then Dallas Goddard at tight end. Um, really happy with the team. I think a lot of that derives from Goddard in the ninth round, Dak Prescott in the tenth round. Really able to build up some really good depth at the other positions here. Uh, running back is a little light. Um, you know, really banking on Zeke, Montgomery, and Cream Hunt. But you have the upside shots of Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, and then you know Kenneth Gainwell, probably really the the wide receiver, or the sorry, the running back four going into the season, hoping that one of those rookies you know steps in and you know, maybe you have a, an injury hit with Daryl Williams early on in the season. Uh, and then just some shots at receiver, but pretty confident in the top four that I have there. So overall, really happy with the team. Awesome. You'll we'll, uh, you'll need to relay to your dad or if he's listening, um, I do accept cashier's check or money order when you <laughs> eventually win the league. Um, I think oh, I'll say if you draft two or more of my players, I will, uh, I'll take full credit. Two <laughs> to 16. Wow. Yeah. And a quarter percent. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's fair. <laughs> we will see. Um, well, perfect. Uh, that's going to wrap up this mock draft until next week, folks. Trust your board. <laughs>